That looks like here. It looks like we are recording. Yeah. Yes. Are we? <laughs> I can see the little recording up on my screen. <laughs> there it is. Yes, on the top line. Yep. That's oh, cool. I see. Okay. All right. I'm out. Um. Okay. Yeah, okay. I loved this one. I really, I really like this one. Honoring women. Let's go. I love it. Okay. Um. We'll just. Well, wait. Give a pause. Okay. So I'm just counting down five. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mid-Level Show. Am I excited? Yes, I am, because this week we are honoring women, and I am on the screen, if you're watching this, with three amazing, amazing (laughs) women. So I am honoring you all. It's also Nurses Week, too. We have two nurse Mm -hmm. practitioners um, in the house today. So uh, thank you all for your support and your service um, in this industry, but also thank you all three for being women. Okay, I will, I will start this whole thing off. Um, this was written by a man, A, A, so let's just point that out. It's not from the perspective of, of a woman, but I thought he wrote some really, really great stuff and also talked a lot about his mother, my grandmother. So this is, if, if this is the first time you're tuning into the Mid-Level Show, we are the Mid-Levels of Performance Medicine, representing all three of our offices, Knoxville, Johnson City, and Kingsports. And we have a variety uh, of Mid-Levels, nurse practitioners and physician's assistants. Um, and we give our take on the doctor's note, which comes from my dad, our supervising physician, each week. And this one, is on women. I will tell you that in every room, I don't know if y'all have been in the room with me, every time we have a female patient going through hormones, I say, A, you should be paid more for whatever you do because it is significantly harder to be a woman. You have to fight three hormones. We have to fight one and make sure it doesn't turn into another. And then you have to fight three hormones, get the right balance between the three every four months. So I just want to know, first off, what your takes are. Um, just really for the female, I almost want to say for the female lifespan, like you all have way more percept, uh, perspective. I just want y'all's just general perspective too on, on the doctor's note this week with honoring women. I, and we'll start with Kara in Knoxville. Well, I think women wear so many hats and um, I think we have very high expectations of ourselves and tend to put um, other things before ourselves. And when they come to our office, it's so important to listen, listen to everything as, as you know, holistic care and uh, just really listen to them and what all they're going through. And a lot of times it's a myriad of things they can list, um, you know, I can't sleep, I can't lose weight, you know, I'm kind of snippy. Um, So they have all kinds of complaints um, when they come in and most of the time have a lot of stress. And so as a... yeah. And we have a lot of things to consider. And two, that on the added uh, extra responsibilities, just this is going to be more, not a political statement, but but women today have m- more freedoms to, to be in the workforce, but also I feel like have a lot of the same expectations of, of keeping the home together. And it's, I feel like it's almost, it, I feel like it's added more stress and difficulty unless you find the balance. But I also feel like too, and Fran, I'd love your perspective in this because we've talked a lot about this in the Johnson City office. We get patients who say they've been blown off by other providers in the past. They don't really listen to, well, okay, I'm tired. Well, that's because you're doing a lot. So don't do a lot. Or yeah, that's natural. Or sure. Yeah. You're going through menopause. You should be going through menopause and you're just, you'll feel like this. Do you feel Mm -hmm. like women often get (laughs) 
do you feel like do you feel like they often just are not really heard in the visit in a traditional setting not like performance mm-hmm. medicine yeah sometimes definitely i mean that is actually how i ended up finding performance medicine so, yeah tell us about that you know, journey because we've talked about sleep before testosterone it was just, sleep. i um nothing was wrong all my lab work everything was fine and perfect but i just could not fall asleep you know oh, and yeah. everyone would say and you would hear oh you're so stressed out oh it's this oh it's that and it's like no there is nothing wrong except i lay down and i cannot fall asleep yeah so, oh, yeah. you know, and I tried sleep aids and I tried Ambien and nothing worked for me. And I would literally be up for like three days straight. It was a form of torture. But um, and then a testosterone pellet came along. A testosterone <laughs> pellet fixed it. It yeah. was like night and day. And it just took... So, and an office and a perspective like ours, we're not the only office in the United States that does this, but it takes uh, an office like ours to be able to sit and listen. And, and Fran and I talked about this morning about root cause. And there's a lot of root causes that we miss often in medicine that we try at performance medicine to uncover and heal. And I just feel like there's always, I always put my hands together when women first talk about hormones. I was like, the symptoms you're talking about are thyroid and estrogen progesterone testosterone it's this myriad of i'm tired i don't have the energy and it's because you're battling a lot more the stress on a female body um it just takes its toll that's why even i'm looking at the note right now it says women get dementia four to one over men i don't i don't blame them it's probably that's that's accurate and too the endocrine society sent out a statement a few months ago saying that replacing hormones within five years of menopausal onset of symptoms decreases that risk by tenfold so it's it's super important and you can almost think about it like a like a gift to yourself i or not even a gift i feel like it's an to me i feel like it's a necessity not just for symptom relief but for cognitive health and protecting your brain mm-hmm. amber you're a young mother you're honoring we're honoring you for mother's day um and for for being a woman too what are your perspectives too um um because we're not on hormone well we don't have to talk about our health right now but i'd love to know your perspective too on the doctor's note this week um, well, it was really sweet to, to hear him talk about his mother's wisdom and uh, and then going into the whole hormonal pattern of women. Um, I'm able, to, it's funny because we've talked in the past, you know, we've had three kids in three and a half years and um, I'll talk to some patients and I'm like, yes, I, I, I understand. They're like, you don't understand. You're in your, you know, <clears throat> early 30s, 30s, you know? <laughs> your and, face uh, would never tell us otherwise. Uh, yeah, never tell us. <laughs> but, um, and I'm like, oh, but I do because I've been nursing or pregnant for four years. So I, you know, haven't had a period. I completely have, you know, everything's in the tank, you know, but, you know, when you're nursing and all that, it's just bottom out levels of non-existent um, in the hormonal area. So, um, regardless of your age, obviously mine are, mine are for natural reasons, but, um, it does give me a little bit, a little bit of empathy. I've, I've never, you know, experienced hot flashes and things like that. But, um, for, for younger women who there are, um, some women in their thirties, later thirties, yeah. early forties who have had to have hysterectomies mm-hmm. and, um, maybe they're not going through the natural progression, but it's kind of a, a just a freight train that everything got taken away. And now it's like, well, here's, 
they use uh, synthetic hormones to replace. Um, and I think that we offer a really great alternative with the bioidentical hormones, um, as you were saying, from a symptomatic perspective, but also from a protective. My grandmother, you know, when, when she had a hysterectomy in her late 30s, uh, you know, 50 year, or 40 years ago, wasn't on, put on any hormone replacement. Right. And a year later, just passed out. She has a lot of osteoporosis now because um, uh, she had a very short course of treatment. And so protecting these women like estrogen, protecting their skin, their bones, you know, their heart uh, from heart disease, all of these benefits from maintaining those hormone levels. Uh, we offer that, that. It's, it's so, it's so important. And, and I feel like you brought up a great point. The, the female that, that gets the hysterectomy, a lot of females get hysterectomies. We had a patient last week who is coming in. She's scheduled for her hysterectomy. Things with uh, coronavirus have kind of bumped the schedule a little bit, but there was no discussion on what happens with, with the um, provider she's going with. There's not a, a game plan for hormones afterwards. And I, and I told her, you're going to expect everything to be depleted. And the question is, this may be a little bit off topic, but I do think it's important for people to understand. We've, we've had a lot of females um, who have had partial hysterectomies versus total. So total, for those of you listening, they call it a T-A-H-B-S-O. So you're taking out the ovaries as well as the uterus. Um, and then partials, they'll just take out the uterus. And that, that may just be for menorrhage or really heavy bleedings or fibroids, but leaving the ovaries. And so it's been, it's been our suggestion too that it's just nice to get everything out because it makes the guesswork in replacing your hormones easier. But I want to get y'all's perspective on that and what you think. Maybe that's something that I haven't thought about of leaving the ovaries so that you, yeah, some women want as many parts of theirs as possible. Do you guys <laughs> run into that question at all? Kara, what do you think? Um, well, I think that's important. Sometimes women come to us and they're perimenopausal. They're right. just starting to have symptoms or um, they've just had surgery and um, their ovaries are still working some. So if they're still having periods, we draw their labs days 19 to 23 after their last menstrual cycle. And we try to get a, um, you know, a true uh, picture of where they are at that time in their cycle. And that that does help, um, but also, like Dr. Rogers said, it's very important to treat our patients symptomatically. You know, right. they okay, uh, as Fran said, my labs were fine, but treating the patient clinically, listening to them and their symptoms is also very important. I think so too. Yeah, Fran, what are your thoughts? Do you have any thoughts on partial versus total hysterectomy? And I feel like we all are probably on the same game plan of a talk about how talk about the game plan afterwards. Yes, we may fixing the we may be fixing the problem with an acquired menopausal or acquired perimenopausal state, but a lot of the times too, they won't replace in textbook. It's not required to replace progesterone when your uterus is gone. You just get estrogen, and we find that women do much better with both hormones. What what, what are your thoughts on that? I, I again, I'm all for keeping as many organs as yeah. you can. I, so I feel me. like yeah. they are there for a reason, and I'm a little yeah. different than most. Um, but I, I do understand arguments for a total hysterectomy. You know, you don't have ovaries, you're not going to get ovarian cancer. True, um, true. And and I've a lot of women say a hysterectomy is the best thing they had, had ever done. So since I haven't had one. It's really hard for me to comment on that. Um, right. I, I've, I've kept my organs. <laughs> and I, I will also yes. say PSA, that keep your organs I don't, if you can. 
depending on the patient and what the patient wants. Because just because something's more difficult, like balancing your hormones, because you still have your ovaries, that to me is not a reason to get rid of them. Correct. Correct. Yes. No, that's 100% right. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things you can do that are easier. True. Just like, you know, I go back to the whole appendicitis thing that my son had. And the argument was, well, if we take out his appendix, he will never have an appendicitis. Yeah, this is true. But if we can cure it with antibiotics Mm -hmm. and he keeps his appendix, there's reason to believe that it may have a function now. They think it stores good bacteria. So, you know, doing the easier thing is not always correct. There are less opportunity. Yeah, less opportunity for opening your body. There's risk at going with surgery. That's a good point. Yes. But sorry, Carrie, you're about to say something. You brought up a very important point about progesterone. You know, a lot of women come in and they say, well, I don't have a uterus. So um, I was told that I didn't have progesterone. And so that's an opportunity to really talk with our patients and teach them and tell them, you know, Hey, um, it's a symphony, as you said, you know, as you were using the hand gestures and, um, and then that is very important for all three of them to be in balance and, um, the progesterone and why they do need it regardless if they have a uterus or not. Oh, I, we, I always say replace three and we kind of have goals too. with, we have goals in our lab work to where we try to shoot for, for where most women feel better. Uh, I feel like this whole thing, it's the, even the title of it is honoring women. And I feel like if we can take any takeaway from this, it's honoring yourself and honoring your body and knowing that you are worth it. You are seen, you are heard, you have worth. And that is part of that's part of taking care of yourself. And, and, and two, and, and Amber, I want you to comment on this too. It's if, if you don't feel like yourself honor, part of honoring yourself is having this discussion with one of us in the room and saying, this is how we want to go about things. And Fran mentioned that too, if honoring your body, if you want to keep your ovaries, keep them. If they're, if there's like keeping as many body parts as possible, or if it is better for you. If you're, if you're petrified that you're going to get cancer, then take take it it out. It depends on the individual. Yes, I love that. And don't feel like you have to go through perimenopause whenever that begins. Even if it's when you start feeling bad, it's like, well, this, my mother went through this. This is what I have. This is just part of the natural course of life. And it is, and I'm not negating that at all. But if there's a way that we can um, help that process and help you feel more like yourself, and it's not just this impending doom and change that you have to go through that is forever going to change. I say that there is a forever change, of course, when things change, but that we can help with replacing those and getting you feeling better and back to yourself, normal self. Or, or just even that, that there are benefits outside of just feeling better with replacing hormones. And part of mm-hmm. honoring yourself is being, is actually doing that. You don't have to go through, there's a great book I'm, I'm reading. It's technically, I don't know the intent of this book and if it's just meant for women, but Untamed, Glennon Doyle. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that author. Oh, I just finished it. It is it's um, a it's I read it in a lot day. Of it. You're, is it not amazing? She talks a lot about like... You and Fran need to read it, Amber. Oh. Okay. Needs to read it. It's, 
It's so good because she talks a lot about the messages we give ourselves. And she goes to, she's, she's a woman. She, so she's giving it from her perspective. And I've heard podcasts of her before. She's saying she, she's just, she puts the word woman in there because that's her experience, but it can be for anybody mm-hmm. that you've got to, that you send messages to yourself. And, and especially too, it's like, um, Amber, with what you're saying, oh, well, this is what women should be going through. This is what my mother did. I'm going to battle it. This is almost like a martyrdom thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I find that that, that is, um, we can change that attitude and focus. And we're talking, for those of you just tuning in, we're talking about replacing hormones with females pretty specifically. But I don't think that this just lends itself to hormones. I think this is total health. And so we, we have specials right now that are uh, geared towards um, towards women for Mother's Day, but which also includes aesthetics. And I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of aesthetics when it's done well. And I will say, if I feel like performance medicine does do well with its, with its aesthetics and how we train. And we train more the mindset of a softening and not a harsh overdone look, but mm-hmm. a softened look. And that's part of honoring yourself too, that aesthetics is not just, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, it's chemicals, it's toxins, it's toxic to your face. And, and if that is not for you, that does not have to be for you. But you can also just honor yourself by saying, hey, a softened look so that you f- look refreshed through a very uh, minimal effective dose, as Fran puts it, <laughs> uh, through, through aesthetics too. I don't know what your, your y'all's thoughts are on just general aesthetics. And for Listeners, aesthetics, we're talking about neurotoxin treatment, including Botox, ZMN. Uh, we're talking about fillers, which you'll hear about the word Juvederm or Voluma. Uh, we have a lot, too, that's um, non-needle-based, like old therapy, which my sister Kelly is an esthetician and does in the Johnson City office to produce collagen. Um, a lot of that stuff, I always felt, I always felt from a man's perspective, I a man. I call myself a man. That's pretty cool. Right? <laughs> Not a little boy. Anymore. <laughs> okay. Kidding. Kidding. Um, but I always felt like, well, guys don't do that to their face. I don't need to work on my face. Guys don't do that. Guys do work on their face. And Kelly has really taught me the importance that, that that's the first thing you look at in the mirror is your face and taking care of it is important too. Um, so she's worked a lot of me on that. I want to know y'all's perspective on on aesthetics, because um, that's part of honoring yourself too. As a woman, is is looking not only feeling your best, but looking your best. Mm-hmm. Is, does anybody have a comment? <laughs> well, like you said, you know, it's total health, taking care of yourself inside and out, and I think that's what we're all about at Performance Medicine. You know, the like a one stop shop. You know, we want to help uh, women in all areas and and men as well. Um, but um, the total health. And so that's just a little, I call it icing on the cake, you know, and. Um, yeah, it's a little frosting. Can we call it that? Like a little <laughs> frosting? Like, hey, you got a nice base cake. Just put a little <laughs> frosting on there, okay? People are gonna, their eye is gonna draw to you. You're gonna look at the cake in the case. You're going to the one with a little frosting, right? Well, I mean, cause they'll come in for hormones and they'll say, what do you think about this, you know, right here? Can you just, you know, and we'll just put, few units of Botox just right there and just, you know, while they're here, why not? Right. <laughs> I, I, absolutely. I do love that. That is a great thing about our, all three offices is we're able to do that and just really quickly take care of glabellar lines. That's what Carol is referring to uh, or bunny lines people will say, but um or the 11s people call them the 11s but i i um for those who don't know much about neurotoxin treatment or they'll just say this is botox treatment it's it's a 
a toxin and that sounds like a bad word, but it's used to just relax muscle contraction. So instead of, if I am raising my eyebrows right now, it helps with the movement to, to not create a deep line. So that's, that's part two of our Mother's Day specials going on. And a lot of people think that it's really, really invasive and will make you look really stiff or, or plastic looking. And I feel like the way that we do things, it's more of a softening of those lines so that you're not creating deep wrinkles. But uh, Fran, any thoughts on aesthetics or thoughts on ZMM? Well, I, I, will, I will be very <laughs> honest. I, I was pretty much against them. Yeah. I just thought it wasn't something I was interested in or, you know, just why would you do that? And I, I had two children get married and they had weddings and, oh my gosh, I was going to be in front of the camera. And I had some Botox and I love it. You know, you look in the yeah. mirror, I just feel like I look a little better. And every photo from the wedding, you know, of course, I was in like two hours of makeup or maybe like four hours of makeup or whatever before the wedding. But it was so nice to look at a picture and just not cringe. You're just like, oh, you know. Yeah. And, and, you know, as you get older, I'm 55 and you look in the mirror some days and you're just like, what happened? You know? <laughs> or, or just even too, it's and it's not a a crazy procedure. This isn't right. cutting your face open and putting a new face on. It's it's a it's a softening. It's a more relaxed look. Um, but but, but it there's, just makes you feel better if you look yeah. a little better. And I just like I, it that like it's. Oh, sorry, Kara, I interrupted you. I like to refer to it as maintenance. Ma- just <laughs> maintenance. And I'm telling you, I am a huge proponent of. Low dose Botox, late 20s, starting once a year, maybe twice a year, um, just so that we're not trying to fix the problem at 75 or 80. And not a problem. There's nothing, I, I don't want, there's I no, yeah, there's nothing problem. wrong with wrinkles. There's nothing wrong with wrinkles. That's part of the process. It's just a loss of a collagen, but there's nothing wrong with it. But, but I love that you bring that up, Fran, because that's just part of honoring yourself. If that is not for you, it does not have to be for you. And if it is for you, then, then let it be for you and just do it right. in, in an appropriate way. I, I love this one because uh, two, I feel like there's just so much that goes into being a woman. <laughs> Can I say that? I feel like a woman. Is that Shania Twain? <laughs> I hope that's our exit music today. Can that be our exit music? We'll get, hold on, I'm getting getting a note from production, production team. (laughs) We'll get the rights to that song so that we can do that. um, Fran did promise to, to do an entire choreographed number to the show. (laughs) Thank you, Fran. Um, And Fran is now, uh, can I make this announcement? I don't know when this is going to air, but Fran is now starting to see patients um, in Johnson City. We're coming up with their schedule. So congratulations I'm honoring you, you and I'm really excited to have you on there uh, and have you on board. Um, I guess to close out, um, just closing thoughts from every, everyone. And Amber, we'll start with you. And I, I'm, you don't have to comment on this, but there's a couple quotes from my grandmother's journal that mm. she talks about, about living simply. Um, I do feel like in this time in coronavirus, we've been taught to I feel like there's a lot of anxiety, yes, going on, which is one of our first episodes with Mid-Level Show, but there's been an opportunity to slow down a little bit, which mm-hmm. I feel like is nice in that we don't need to go at 95 miles per hour every day. Um, and I feel like that's partly too, there is an increase, there is, I I can maybe say without a shadow of doubt that there's an increased pressure on women to perform 
all the time. You have to be on at work, on at home, on for your family. Um, I just don't know if you have any comments or, or maybe tips or guidance, especially with three young kids. Um, I loved the quotes that she gave, slow down, simplify, be kind. And for the stage of life that I'm in, and maybe another young young mom who's listening is, um, I wish I had this over our playroom, is the days are long, but the years are short. And uh, just hearing Fran talk about her kids getting married, and I, I know that within a blink, it's 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 speeding up so fast, even with our, our kids ages. I'm just like, well, this is going to be five this year. I, I just had her. And so, um, knowing that and the, just the brevity of life slowing down and really t- trying to enjoy that during this time and, and always. Yeah. Fran, what do you think? <laughs> I, I totally agree with everything she said. And I just feel like when your kids are like the ages yours are and when they're young just spend every moment being thankful and enjoying it mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. you know I used to look at all four of them drive me crazy and I'd just be like I am just so thankful they're <laughs> all okay and they're <laughs> all in your house right now <laughs> working with you during COVID. and I'm so glad that none of them have coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> You know, you just you always find things to be thankful for, and it mm-hmm. it it goes by in a blink. Mm-hmm. Spend time with your kids. Don't you know? Don't rush around being so busy that you miss it. Yeah, oh, I think that's great. And Kara, what, Kara, close this out. What do you think? And I also I think it's important for the more mature women to be um, leaders and also be. Um, you know, role models for the younger women, because a lot of us, we look to our mothers, our aunts, our grandmothers, and so many things are passed down um, from generation to generation. So it's important to tap into that too. I mean, it's, you know, it's great to have your mom. Yeah. Yeah. You do. And you, and you learn so much from that. Um, And uh I'm just glad we live in the time that we live in to where options like hormones, what we've spent a majority of the time talking about hormones, where that is a viable and and relatively easy thing to start uh, incorporating into your life. But at least at the very least, if you don't get anything from this, I just, the, you said the days are long, the years are short. It's like, that can be for anybody just appreciating and honoring yourself today. But Yo, this has been great. Golly, a man in a room full of women. Yes. <laughs> oh, boss. Um, I hope we get the rights to that song to have that as our play out theme. Yes. But this has been wonderful. Thank you all. If you're tuning in, come see us in Johnson City, Kingsport, and Knoxville. Uh, hopefully coming to you in every location in the United States. Uh, <laughs> maybe even Europe. I'm not sure. Oh, why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, thank you all again, and we'll tune in next week. Okay. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, we will see you guys next time.